Hello, everybody. Welcome to Downtown Sports. I am the mouth of the South, John Schiavone. This is a downtown sports rant. More like a downtown sports. I'm going to brag about how the beast of the East went over freaking four on his picks and how I went three and one. Now, I promised you all four and oh. I promised you all four and oh. And I apologize because I have failed. I failed to predict all four games because for some strange, stupid reason, I assumed that Sean McDermott was a better coach than a pile of poo and that Josh Allen would rise to the challenge. But as we've now all figured out, Josh Allen is not the guy at quarterback. The opinions that are about to be expressed are probably not yours, and they should have been, and they should be, and I will explain why. Let's go through what we found out at the divisional round level. Number one, like I freaking said, Baltimore is an elite team. They dispatched the Houston Texans like they were nothing. The Texans had no chance, and Baltimore's defense is amazing. Also, Lamar Jackson, and I don't see how any team is really going to be able to beat the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC. Now, this is not to say that the Chiefs also didn't have a great victory. They went on the road in a hostile environment in Buffalo, and Pat Mahomes did his job, and the Chiefs' defense did their job, and... The Chiefs did the typical 2023-2024 Chiefs thing, and they literally played a defensive game, scored anywhere between 23 to 27 points. They scored 27 points to the Bills, 24, and they won. It's been the same formula all year long. Travis Kelsey catching the game-winning touchdown, I mean, a lot of people said like, oh, well, you know, Miss Wright, Miss Wright, Sean McDermott coaching. Well, can we give Pat Mahomes a bit of credit here? He went on the road in a hostile environment and won a big divisional game against a team of theirs that has been a rival for years, ladies and gentlemen, years. Josh Allen has proven that he can't win the big game. He has now become the AFC's Dak Prescott. I'd trust Kirk Cousins more in a playoff scenario than I do Josh Allen right now. Josh Allen is a great regular season quarterback. When it comes to the postseason, it doesn't fucking work. And I think Josh Allen has been protected and his reputation has been protected by playing in the weak-ass AFC East, which includes a Jet team that can't find a quarterback to save their freaking lives. I'm not sure Aaron Rodgers is that guy now either after a torn ACL before he turns freaking 40. Miami, who can't beat anybody with a winning record at all. The only team that Miami beat with a winning fucking record was Dallas, and we all know what happened to them in round freaking one. The Tampa Bay Bucks stretched them the hell out, so we know Miami's a fraud. The Patriots are going to be bad for the next 30 years. They got rid of Bill Belichick completely unceremoniously. 
didn't let him. Belichick, as much as people love him or hate him, was the type of coach that you let retire on his own terms. You say, oh, I'm Belichick is stepping down and, you know, he's retiring from coaching the Patriots. He felt like he needed a change and it was a mutually agreed upon thing. No, Kraft just fired his ass. So that division is in complete shambles and the fact that Buffalo wins it every single year shouldn't be surprising they have to play two games each against their divisional freaking opponents so that's almost a guaranteed four and four to five wins a season right there and they only got to get six to seven more to make the postseason Generally, they do that against teams with below 500 records. This is how the Buffalo Bills have done it. They, But they win big games of the regular season. Can't win a lick in the post. Not when it counts. Not when it matters. Great job winning in round one. Great job getting in the postseason. Good on you. Congratulations. Doesn't freaking matter. Not at all. Not at all. So we learned who the Bills were. We learned who the Chiefs are. The Chiefs are the same team they've been all year long, but the difference is they get the other team to perform their part of scoring below them because Steve Spagnuolo's defense has been tremendous. Now, let's move on. Let's move on to the NFC picture. I told you all last week that when the Packers kind of folded it up against Dallas, put in their uh, reserves, I said last week with Beast on on the show that I did not like how the Packers ended the game with the Cowboys. I said it wasn't good when you were up by 32 and Dallas scores 16 freaking points in the fourth quarter, could have scored 24, and actually gave a shot to gave themselves a shot to score another TD to get tied or to win. But you know, one errant pass, and that was all over for Dallas. But I criticized the Packers coaching staff. And I criticized the Packers players for folding it in. I don't think it was a good idea to fold in. They didn't prove to me that they can play four quarters of postseason football. And against the 49ers, they proved that they can't play four quarters of consistent football. They folded it away at the end of the game. There was no reason the Packers should have lost to the 49ers, but... Christian McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey. You could do nothing to stop him. He is, if he's not the NFL MVP, if it's not Christian McCaffrey or Lamar Jackson, it's rigged. Literally, it's rigged. If it's not Lamar Jackson or Christian McCaffrey, it is freaking rigged. Because McCaffrey is the reason the 49ers beat the Packers. You put the ball in Christian McCaffrey's hands, you know he's going to gain anywhere from 6 to 10 yards a carry. This guy runs tougher than anybody he moves well in open space he is 1000% the best back in the league and you finally have him behind a decent offensive line where he's not getting killed every play and somehow Christian McCaffrey is great so the 49ers beat 
the Packers. And then in a contest which was very close, where Beast picked the Bucks to win, I said I can't pick against the Lions at one point. They were the best team in football. In fact, I pretty much said I think they are the NFC's representative in the Super Bowl in the middle of the season. I said don't doubt this Lions team. And I, I'm correct on that point because the Lions took care of business against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Baker Mayfield had a good game, had nothing to do with how the Bucks played, had everything to do with what the Lions did. Jared Goff did what he was supposed to do. The backs did what they were supposed to do. Everybody did what they were supposed to do. So, you know, Lions move on, and they're going to the NFC Championship game. Now, I want to get into these games. I want to make my picks. So, let's see. Beast was 4 and now Beast was 4 and 2 this week. Uh, uh, uh for now up into the playoffs and uh Beast will give me his predictions um another time. Uh I will let you know what they are and I will be 10,000% honest with you about who's going to win these games. But I went 3 and 1 last week after going 3 and 3 the week before. So I am now 6 and 4 in my picks while Beast went 0 and 4, completely 0 and 4. And he has now he is now 4 and 6 in his playoff predictions. So in order for Beast to beat me in playoff predictions, he has to literally go perfect, and I have to pick wrong from now into the Super Bowl. So, but I promised 4-0. I didn't accomplish it. Let's see if I can get to 2-0 this week. The first game I'm going to look at is 49ers-Lions. Now, they're not in Detroit. They're in San Fran. Advantage 49ers. The Lions defense is not that good. Advantage 49ers. The 49ers have a great receiving core. Debo and Brandon Ayuk are amazing. Christian McCaffrey alone could beat most football teams. But, as we all know, Kyle Shanahan has a gigantic problem coaching in the playoffs and winning big games. Now, you can't, you can't hate on them for last year. If uh, Brock Purdy were starting, they would have blown the socks off of the Philadelphia Eagles. And after this year's debacle, Nick Sirianni would have lost his job. But that didn't happen. And San Fran is primed. They're at home. They're ready to take care of business. Unfortunately for San Francisco, they have now run into a team with a tandem running back set that can be just as dangerous as Christian McCaffrey. Montgomery and Gibbs are great. The Lions offensive line is great. And San Fran's defense is not as good as they used to be. I think Jared Goff could have a good game. Jared Goff has made it to the Super Bowl before. Has Brock Purdy? No. So, Jared Goff, a guy who's won an NFC Championship game before, 
now has his second opportunity to go to a Super Bowl. If you don't think that's weighing on that kid's mind, it is. He wants to show up everyone. And, you know, that matchup with Baker Mayfield was a great display of two number one picks who were given up on by their teams um, going to a different place and succeeding. So that was a great story. Now you have the uh, the Phoenix-like number one pick going up against Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. But if I'm going to pick this game, I have to go on two things. Number one, the 49ers barely beat a Packer team that, honestly, if it wasn't for the pack, fact that the Packers uh, didn't really play a full four quarters of football, San Francisco would have lost that game. So, if I'm looking at it, the Lions went into the postseason winning. They've kept winning. They've been consistently one of the best teams in the game. They have been, in my opinion, better than the 49ers at certain points in this season. Yeah, sometimes the Lions play down to their competition, but unfortunately for any competition of the Detroit Lions, you're playing the best competition in the world right now. The 49ers have been lauded as the best team in football ever since week one. Doesn't matter about that three-game losing streak. Nobody cared. Everybody was like, oh, well, right after that, back on course. Everything's fine. San Francisco's O-line is healthy. Their, their running back is healthy. Their quarterback's healthy. Their wideouts are healthy. Everybody's just giving this game to San Francisco. Let me tell you something. Do not give a damn thing to San Francisco. I think Detroit is going to go on the road and... Their running game is going to match San Francisco's running game yard for yard. And while the Lions passing game might not be as potent to San Francisco's, I trust Jared Goff to make bigger throws than I trust Brock Purdy to do. And as sad as that is, that's the damn truth. I trust... Jared Goff more than I trust Brock Purdy. Mainly because Jared Goff has the experience of playing in an NFC Championship game, winning it, and then going on to the Super Bowl. So, if I'm picking this game, I'm thinking about it. I got an Amon Ross St. Brown who is extremely dedicated to his craft. I've got a David Montgomery that while he was one of the best running backs in the NFL for years, never got a chance to sniff the postseason. Now he's in his first NFC Championship game in the prime of his career going towards the twilight of it. David Montgomery wants to win a Super Bowl. Jared Goff has wished and prayed to go back to a Super Bowl since that awful performance against the New England Patriots the first time he got there. Goff wants to make up for that. I think you got a Lions team that is hungry for a title. They are about as hung this group of Lions 
are about as hungry for a title as the city of Detroit is. I think the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a lower scoring affair. I think the running backs are going to be in control of this game. The Lions defense, much admittedly, has played better. They've gotten after the quarterback more. Getting after the quarterback is not going to be good, but you need to be able to stuff the run, which the Lions have done pretty well in the postseason. Got to give them credit. They held Kyron Williams to 67 yards. Uh, They played decently well against Rashad White. I know Christian McCaffrey is a different beast altogether, but I think the two Lions running backs can, you know, do the job. And I would trust both teams on three and five if they handed it off to their running backs that they would get the first down. So if I'm looking at it, I got a hungry Detroit team. I got a frustrated San Francisco team that wants to prove themselves. San Francisco's at home. The difference is I trust Dan Campbell more than I trust Kyle Shanahan. And I think Jared Goff is a more talented quarterback. I think Amon Ross St. Brown is more talented than either Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk as a receiver. Look, Debo's gonna be Debo is more talented overall. I mean he could go to the he could he does end arounds. He could line up at the backfield and, you know, be a halfback. Debo is a better player overall, but I think purely as a receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown is superior. You got the two running backs. Jameer Gibbs could catch balls. Oh, yeah, Sam Laporta, um, the tight end, which gets used frequently, which is not something you see in San Francisco. You have one of the best tight ends in the league in San Francisco and George Kittle, and he doesn't get freaking used. So if I'm looking at this game, I'm looking at a team that's hungry. I'm looking at a quarterback that wants to prove himself to get himself back to a Super Bowl. Um, and I'm looking at a running back in David Montgomery who has never tasted six post the postseason, much less postseason success, more towards the end of his career, looking at it and thinking to himself, this might be the best time for me to win a Super Bowl. And then you got a bunch of young, hungry players that, you know, aren't taking this for granted. Not saying that San Francisco is either. They they have a lot of motivation to go, but for some reason, I think Detroit has that stardust, man. I really do. 27-24, the Lions over the 49ers, and I think what happens is you get a field goal or a touchdown by the Lions in the last maybe three minutes at the uh, end of the game. And then San Francisco is not going to be able to respond. If San Francisco gives the ball back to the Lions, if the Lions could run down the clock, we've seen it happen already. The Rams already made a similar mistake. So I think the Lions defense is going to make the plays that they need to make. They're going to make the stops that they have to make, and I think the offense can 
do enough in terms of time of possession to make it even or better than San Francisco's. I'm picking Detroit 27-24. Now let's move on to the AFC Championship game. And this is going to be interesting because Baltimore, once again, now only has three playoff wins in the last 10 years. Um, But this Baltimore team looks different. Lamar Jackson is back to playing MVP-level football. He probably should be winning his second MVP right now against a team that's just been dominant in the AFC, appearing in multiple Super Bowls, being the representative of the AFC, with arguably the best quarterback playing right now and the current front runner to take the uh, title of I've won the most Super Bowls as a quarterback. I think Pat Mahomes could do it. But I'm not sure about this year. I think this year's Chiefs are not as good as previous years. And I think this Baltimore Ravens team is better than a lot of people have thought they were all year long. I think Baltimore wins this game, and I think Baltimore wins this game 36-24. to 24. I think the Chiefs will score their regular amount of points. Unfortunately, Steve Spagnuolo's blitz plans are not going to work very well on Lamar Jackson, who is going to now have Mark Andrews back, along with Beckham, along with Zay Flowers, along with Nelson Aguilar, along with Isaiah Likely. You can now run two tight end sets and have both tight ends be able to catch the football. There is literally almost no way you could double-team anyone on the Baltimore side of the football because if you do, Lamar Jackson has other options or he can just run it himself. So, 36-24 Ravens. I think the Ravens are just a better team. They have a much better defense than Kansas City. I'm sorry, they just do. Um, I believe the Ravens' offensive line is superior to just about any team that the Chiefs have played this year. I think Baltimore has this not completely in the bag. And by the way, I would not be shocked if Pat Mahomes wins his second road playoff game and the Chiefs do their regular formula. And I know I keep picking against them, and I might be stupid to do so, but I think Baltimore is a special team, and I think you're going to see a Ravens-Lions Super Bowl that is going to blow everyone away. I think it's going to blow everyone away. I think the Lions versus either the Chiefs or the Ravens going to the Super Bowl is going to blow everyone away. Like, I could, in a way, I don't want Baltimore to win the game. I hope Kansas City does because if they do, that is going to be like an epic show where here come the Detroit Lions. They get themselves into the playoff scene. The Lions are back. And then the Lions do something you've never done. Win a Super Bowl. I think that might happen no matter who comes out of the AFC. But we're going to have to see how both of these teams play. The only pick that I'm 10,000% sure of is the Lions. 
I think Baltimore will win, so I'm going to go with Baltimore. But that is the game that I'm not 10,000% sure of because at the end of the day, at the on the other side of the field is Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. And that tandem has won many championship games. They've won Super Bowls. They've been to multiple they've been to more than they've been to more Super Bowls that they haven't won. Um, you know, multiple Super Bowl appearances, multiple championships. I think Pat Mahomes can win this game and if the Chiefs win, I wouldn't be shocked. But Lamar Jackson's healthy. Baltimore is finally completely healthy and finally has all of their weaponry. And Mark Andrews wants to go to a Super Bowl very badly, as does Lamar Jackson, as does Odell Beckham Jr. Let's not forget that. So Baltimore 36, Kansas City 24. That's my predictions for championship weekend. And with that... That's going to end this rant slash prediction show. I want to thank Tony Mainville. I want to thank Krista Large. I want to thank the Beast of the East, Jonathan Pariente. All of them helping me prepare to pick these games. And I appreciate everything, especially what Tony and Chris do behind the scenes. They do excellent, excellent work. You can hear Downtown Sports on many different platforms, including, I'll mention the most famous ones here, Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast that is a good and decent podcast. You can get us, oh yeah, we're on iHeart, we're also on Odyssey, you can find us on the most popular podcast platforms. We are downtown sports. We are where sports come home. It's Uncle Mouth and Route. Thanks for listening.